the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. If we look to the answer as to why for so many years we achieved so much, prospered as no other people on earth, it was because here in this land we unleashed the energy and individual genius of man to a greater extent than has ever been done before. Those who say that we're in a time when there are no heroes, they just don't know where to look. The sloping hills of Arlington National Cemetery, with its row upon row of simple white markers, bearing crosses or stars of David, they add up to only a tiny fraction of the price that has been paid for our freedom. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. We are Americans. This is the Bob France Authority on AM 1420. The answer. Yes, indeed, it is the Bob France Authority. Good morning. Thank you for joining us as we get underway at seven minutes after the hour of nine o'clock on this Wednesday, the 26th morning of the sixth month of the year of our Lord, 2019. Coming up in one hour, Ryan Morrow will join us, national security expert, Middle Eastern expert, analyst with the Clarion Project, and the director of the Clarion Intelligence Network. Ryan is going to talk to us about the latest threats from Iran. Specifically, the threats from the Ayatollah, the commentary about the president from the uh, Iranian president, and President Trump's threat to obliterate Iran if they dare strike anything American. And the president was very careful, I believe, in his choice of words. He didn't say strike Americans. He said strike anything American, which would seem to indicate that what they did a week ago by taking down a U.S. drone would be something American. It wasn't, it wasn't manned, but it was an American piece of property. And that would lead to an obliter, uh, the threat of obliteration anyway from the president. So are we moving closer toward or further from war with the Iranians? Ryan Morrow, one hour from now. For this hour, however, we have to start with the latest news on our border, on our security, on our sovereignty, the House has passed a bill. Nancy Pelosi and her minions have passed a bill, $4.6 billion, which is supposed to help fund uh, the facilities at the border, the detention facilities that have been derided and criticized as being um, uh, non-humanitarian, not fit for essentially human occupation, been compared to concentration camps by low-IQ individuals like Kelly Bundio-Cortez, otherwise known as AOC. 
So the Democrats have passed a spending bill that is supposed to be providing relief for them. The Democrat-led House making the first move, passing their version of the $4.5 billion border supplemental, mostly along party lines 230 to 195. Speaker Pelosi, who lacked the necessary numbers yesterday, rallied the troops before voting last night. Pelosi overcame objections from the Hispanic Caucus and progressive members threatening the bill's passage, though four Democrats still voted against her. They're Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, Ayanna Anna Presley, Ilan Omar, and Rashida Tlaib. Three Republicans crossed the aisle to support Pelosi. They're Will Hurd, Brian Fitzpatrick, and Chris Smith. Now it's up to the Republican-led Senate to pass their version of an aid package, which, unlike the House version that the president has uh, threatened to veto, has more support from the White House. So we've got a Democrat bill that is supposed to be funding, again, the detention facilities at the border to relieve the humanitarian crisis, to address the emergency there that the president declared months ago that the Democrats laughed at and said was not an emergency. But the problem is a good amount, a far too high dollar amount of the $4.6 billion that has just been approved does not go to the facilities to expand them, to provide better services, to provide more comfortable accommodations for the individuals who are being held there. A large amount of those dollars go toward providing legal services to the illegals who are already here. A large amount of those dollars go to not actually addressing the humanitarian crisis at the border, but it goes toward helping make people in this country illegally legal and that is one of the drawbacks that's why you had opposition such strong opposition to it by republicans in the house who specifically have been telling the democrats to fund uh the uh the uh, border uh facilities so that uh the the problems that have been identified in terms of the cleanliness in terms of the comfort etc etc that has been so uh, widely condemned uh, so that those things can be addressed now the senate is indeed as you heard in the report from fox the senate is going to uh, pass their own version of it the republican-led senate is going to focus all of their dollars presumably on those conditions so let's talk a little bit more about those conditions as we get started today. And there's a lot of news. We'll get into Mueller, who is going to testify in a bit. We'll get into Google um, and uh, their shenanigans again in just a bit. But I want to stay here, and I want you to listen to some unbelievable audio. And I shouldn't say it's unbelievable. It's very believable. It's Democrats being hypocrites, so it should be considered very believable. After all, they are Democrats, otherwise known as demon rats. Um, you know how offended that Chris Cuomo gets when President Trump calls CNN fake news? You ever see how offended Jim Acosta gets when he calls, when the president and when a lot of other people, myself included, call CNN fake news? How Jake Tapper gets just way put off? How Don Lemon, how dare you call us fake news? How dare you call us the enemy of the people? There's a reason why the president calls CNN fake news and the enemy of the people. Last night on Don Lemon's television show on CNN, he, in an attempt to again try to inflame the passions and the anger of the American people against President Trump and the Trump administration, showed a heartbreaking photograph of a migrant toddler, so a young child, 
who is being held in the detention facilities at the border while the backlog of cases is uh, you know attempted to be adjudicated, and his father um, found dead on a border riverbank. You may have seen the photo yourself. It, it is. It's heartbreaking. There's a migrant toddler and a father. I'm sorry, this migrant toddler was not in the facilities. Beg your pardon. I want to make sure I tell this story correctly. This was uh, one, uh, These are two individuals who perished uh, trying to come over, and they were on the border riverbank. And Don Lemon showed that photograph last night and said the following, quote, For anybody who doesn't think it's a crisis, a deadly serious crisis, a humanitarian crisis, I have to show you this picture. Okay? Don, I want you to make sure you have that stored away. Don Lemon declaring this to be a crisis, a deadly serious crisis, a humanitarian crisis, and then showing this picture to prove the crisis. Four months ago, when President Trump was calling this a crisis, a humanitarian crisis, a humanitarian emergency. This was Don Lemon on fake news CNN. Here's a really, really disgraceful thing. Okay, you listening? All of this, this whole mess is manufactured. It's a manufactured crisis. A non-crisis at the border that's really not fooling anybody. Don Lemon, four months ago, called the president a liar. It's a manufactured crisis, a non-crisis that's not fooling anybody because the president declared it to be such. The president said it is a crisis. The president correctly pointed out the problem at the border with thousands and thousands of illegal aliens and phony asylum seekers absolutely destroying the resources on the southern border. They're coming across as fast as they can, turning themselves into the first, um, the uh, first uh, border patrol agent that they can find, so that they can be processed, held for twenty days, and then set free into the United States. That's better than trying to dodge them and then hide. The president pointed out that this crush of humanity in such a small area, these detention centers, was indeed a crisis. Don Lemon and the, the rest of the fake news at CNN said this is a manufactured phony crisis. And it's not fooling anybody. Here's a really, really disgraceful thing. Okay, you listening? All of this, this whole mess is manufactured. It's a manufactured crisis. A non-crisis at the border that's really not fooling anybody. People may... They, oh, it's a crisis, a crisis. They know it's not a crisis. That's all for political expediency. That's all for getting what they want. That's all for saving this president's rear end. After all, what kind of emergency is it when you do absolutely nothing about it for the first two years of your term? When you let 35 days of shutdown go by and not, incidentally, force 800,000 federal workers to go without their paychecks. When you give Congress three weeks to make a deal for far less than you wanted, and then, and only then, declare an emergency.
What are we, stupid? Don Lemon, four months ago, said there was no crisis, there was no emergency, this is Donald Trump trying to save us behind. Last night, he said, for anybody who doesn't think this is a crisis, a deadly serious crisis, a humanitarian crisis, I have to show you this picture. My friends, these people cannot be trusted. These people are, let me say this clearly, again, because I don't stutter. These people are the enemy of the people. These propaganda ministers, these proponents of disinformation and misinformation, these purveyors of falsehoods to the national population on cable news and on network news are the enemy of the people. What does that mean? A lot of people get really upset by that. They make it seem as though they're an enemy that's an armed enemy, that's somebody that needs to be confronted physically. No, of course not. But when you are intentionally lying to the people and you you carry credentials of media, when you carry credentials of being news journalists and people expect to get the facts from you and you intentionally mislead them and lie about them for your own political gain, for your party's political gain, for your agenda's advancement, you are not serving the people. And if you are not serving the people... You can be justly referred to as, then, the enemy of the people. And that is exactly who they are, and that is exactly what they are. I have so many more examples of that that I'm going to share with you this morning. As the Democrats pass a ridiculous funding bill, a spending bill in the House, the Republicans are going to try to counter that with one that, of course, will uh, have to be then sent back to the uh, to the House. There will not be a conference committee before they go into recess, and this problem is going to sit and simmer and get worse over the course of the next couple of weeks. This is a huge problem, and we're going to address it right here on AM 1420. The answer back after this. All right, 925 now. We continue on AM 1420, The Answer. I want you to hear a little bit more again, and and we do this from time to time whenever we reach a tipping point, right? Whenever we reach a breaking point in the issue of illegal immigration in this country and American sovereignty. From time to time, we like to highlight the hypocrisy of the left, to highlight the hypocrisy of the demon rat party and people like Chuck Schumer, who essentially are now advocating for open borders after uh, spending a career before Donald Trump takes office, of course, advocating for strong and secure borders. All right, we cannot hear him for whatever reason. People Let's see if we can pour fix that. into the United States. Un- All right, apologies. We're having a, a little bit of an issue here with uh, audio and mixed audio. So I've got a couple of things that I want to share with you. I want you to hear from Chuck Schumer, the majority, or excuse me, the minority leader in the Senate, and I want you to hear from President Barack Obama, former president, and in fact former Senator Barack Obama as well. This is, uh, this, that matters. Because what he was in 2005 and what he was saying in 2005 and what he said in 2014, very different than what you heard him saying at the end of his term in 2016. So uh, let me see if we can make this happen again here. This is going to be first Chuck Schumer. He gets the first bite at this apple when he was, uh, this was uh, back in 2006. This is Chuck Schumer declaring that we absolutely must have secure borders. Creating a rational system of legal immigration that will proactively fit our needs rather than reactively responding to future waves of illegal immigration. 
People who enter the United States without our permission are illegal aliens, and illegal aliens should not be treated the same as people who entered the U.S. legally. Now, can you imagine Chuck Schumer and the Democrat Party saying those words today? They won't even say the word alien. They won't even say the word illegal. They will not refer to anybody that's being detained right now down there in those detention facilities as illegal. They're undocumented. They're undocumented. They're asylum seekers. They're workers. They're not illegal aliens. you imagine Chuck Schumer saying what he said then today? To the advocates for strong, fair, effective, comprehensive immigration reform, and I'm certainly one, I say to you that the American people will never accept immigration reform unless they truly believe that their government is committed to ending future illegal immigration. Exactly correct. Now, compare and contrast that to the Democrat Party today. Let's move on to Senator Dianne Feinstein, who spent a large part of her early career in the United States Senate advocating for strong borders and an end to illegal immigration. Can you imagine Dianne Feinstein saying this today in 2019? People who should be here are those who come legally at this time. And we've got to, for the time being, enforce our borders. The day when America could be the welfare system for Mexico is gone. We simply can't afford it. I want you to hear that again, or at least let me repeat it. Can you imagine a Democrat today using the words welfare and Mexico in the same sentence? The Democrat Party once had a semblance of, of, of a soul. You heard her. She said the days of America being the welfare system for Mexico are gone. If Donald Trump said that, he would be called, well, he already is, the worst racist in the world. I mean, think about that. Oh, my God, that is so insulting, saying that, that Mexican people are, uh, you know, need American welfare. That is exactly what Dianne Feinstein once said. And I think you've seen the figures to state and local governments of what the cost is. It's over $2 billion. I think we should enforce our borders. To have a situation where 40% of the babies born on Medicaid in California today are born of illegal immigrants creates a very real problem for the state, which is in deficit. Of course you can enforce the borders. Let me finish. I agree. To have 17% of our prison population at a cost of $300 a year. Do you, do you hear this? Diane Feinstein once pointed out that Mexicans coming here illegally, many of them were criminals. Holy cow, she just said it's 17% of the prison population in California. <laughs> and she said, uh, she gave you the percentage of them of, uh, of uh, Medicaid that was being spent on uh, illegal alien children, born here of illegal aliens. When Donald Trump says these things in 2015, 2016, when he was uh, running for president, and when he says these things as president, oh, my God, how dare you characterize the Mexican people as being impoverished uh, uh, welfare seekers who are uh, criminals who end up in our prisons. This is what Democrats used to say, and the reason why is because that it was true. And it's true today. The only difference being now they're playing political games. Now they know it's political suicide to say these things because it would be in agreement with Donald Trump. Illegal immigrants who come here and commit felonies. That's not what this nation is all about. Very simple. They've been enforce our border. They have been speed up the asylum process. They have been cracked down on illegal smuggling. They have been removed the option 
that is given to a, a an illegal alien convicted of a felony has an option of serving time in this country or in their own country i say return them to their own country where that country may be to serve the time so my proposals have been all along those lines and i think uh, most people have regarded them as moderate moderate proposals from diane feinstein that would be considered radically extremist and racist if uttered today i've got more for you I've got more coming up after the news on AM 1420, The Answer. This is a story about Billy Joe and Bobby Sue. Two young lovers with nothing. All right, 935, the Bob Francis Authority continues on AM 1420, spending bill that is supposed to do well what the republicans what the president have been asking for them to do uh, with it is to um, beef up border security and provide some relief for the overwhelmed um, detention facilities and centers at the border 15,000 illegals being crammed like sardines into a, a facilities designed for 4,000 is just one example of what's going on down there. There are tens of thousands of people in absolutely nowhere to put them. And so what the Democrats are doing is complaining that uh, these are inhumane conditions. This, this is a humanitarian crisis. All, of course, after screaming there is no humanitarian crisis, it's manufactured by Donald Trump for political gain. Until now, they are trying to score a different kind of political point. The sympathy point. Look at us. We are the, uh, you know, the caring concern party that cares about these kids. Uh, this is more terrible the way they're being kept. It's like a concentration camp, et cetera, et cetera. So I want to go back and just share a little bit more of the Democrat hypocrisy with you on this issue. There was a time when Democrats talked tough and maybe that's the problem. It was just talk when they talked tough about illegal aliens. Listen as the last two Democrat presidents, Bill Clinton and Barack Obama, respectively, listen when they were in office uh, to what their viewpoint was on illegal immigration in this country, because they knew full well. This is pre, I mean, not entirely pre, you know, cable news and, and, and Internet and so on and so forth, but, but you know, pre-social media in, in Bill Clinton's case, um, and they just went by the polls. It said American, the American people are absolutely opposed to illegal immigration. We've got to stop this. We've got to deport them. We've got to secure the border. And so they spoke appropriately on, that, on those matters. Not only in the states most heavily affected, but in every place in this country are rightly disturbed by the large numbers of illegal aliens entering our country. The jobs they hold might otherwise be held by citizens or legal immigrants. The public service they use impose burdens on our taxpayers. That's why our administration has moved aggressively to secure our borders more, by hiring a record number of new border guards, by deporting twice as many criminal aliens as ever before, by cracking down on illegal hiring, by barring welfare benefits to illegal aliens. In the budget I will present to you... Barring welfare benefits to illegal aliens. Donald Trump makes such a suggestion. Oh, my God. His racism, his bigotry, and his hatred for brown people... Can it be any worse? He doesn't want them to to even eat. That's not who we are. Donald Trump is is a white supremacist, borderline Nazi who just hates Brown. That's the way they treat him. Bill Clinton, honestly, I mean, this is Donald Trump. 
We will try to do more to speed the deportation of illegal aliens who are arrested for crimes, to better identify illegal aliens in the workplace, as recommended by the commission headed by former Congresswoman Barbara Jordan. I mean, just consider all of the things that you heard from Bill Clinton back in, in the 1990s, if Donald Trump was saying them today. And then, of course, as I said, when I mentioned the last two Democrat presidents, Barack Obama was no An immigration system. And I began by doing what I could to secure our borders. But today, our immigration system is broken. And everybody knows it. There are actions I have the legal authority to take as president. Tonight, I'm announcing those actions. We'll build on our progress at the border with additional resources for our law enforcement personnel so that they can stem the flow of illegal crossings and speed the return of those who do cross over. Speed the return of those who do cross over. In other words, deportations. Donald Trump said last week that we're going to start deporting immediately millions of illegal border crossers. And people called him a racist. The Democrats screamed. This is, this is not right. This is inhumane. These people are here trying to make a living like everybody else. We're a nation of immigrants. Don't deport them. Barack Obama, though, yeah. If you're a criminal, you'll be deported. If you plan to enter the U.S. illegally, your chances of getting caught and sent back just went up. We expect people who live in this country to play by the rules. We expect that those who cut the line will not be unfairly rewarded. <laughs> I mean, seriously, could Barack Obama be in the Democrat Party today? He's only been gone two and a half years. Would this fit with the, what you're hearing from the current candidates, the cesspool for that you're going to hear uh, from Cory Booker and Kamala Harris and Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders and Beto O'Rourke, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera? I mean, honestly, he wouldn't even fit in. The actions I'm taking are not only lawful, They're the kinds of actions taken by every single Republican president and every single Democratic president for the past half century. All right, now I want to fast forward here a little bit to 2014 Barack Obama in an interview, a sit-down interview that he did with his his, uh, buddy uh, George Stephanopoulos on ABC. Um, This is more specific not just to immigration, but to today's issue. What is today's issue? Today's issue is the treatment of and the conditions in which illegal alien children are being held at the border detention facilities. AOC, Kelly Bundy herself, calls these concentration camps. The insanity of that aside, because it is every bit that, in listening to every Holocaust and World War II historian uh, criticize her, it has not enough to shut her up. Uh, they have condemned her. They have criticized her for calling these uh, conditions concentration camp-like, particularly when she referenced it to the Nazi concentration camps that, um, that of course, we have pledged never again to allow to happen. Uh, she used that phrasing. So all of that aside, uh, we're talking about the treatment specifically of children who are being held in these detention facilities at the border. And I want you to listen to President Barack Obama 2014, so just five years ago, with two years left to go in his term. He addressed the humanitarian crisis involving uh, illegal aliens in this country and children being brought to this country. Please listen again. This is uh, ABC George Stephanopoulos with Barack Obama in 2014. 
mentioned immigration. There's a humanitarian crisis on the border. Some of your critics have said you have to speak out more directly to the people of Central America and say, don't come. If you come, you will be deported. Well, we actually, we've done that. The problem is, is that under current law, once those kids come across the border, there's a system in which we're supposed to process them, take care of them, until we can send them back. So is, is your so message don't come? Oh, our message absolutely is don't send your children unaccompanied uh, on trains or through, uh, through a bunch of smugglers. That is our direct message to the families in Central America. Do not send your children to the borders. If they do make it, they'll get sent back. More importantly, they may, may not make it. If they do make it, they'll get sent back. But more importantly, they may not make it. Your children may not survive. Children making this trek, whether with adults who are their parents or not, may not survive. Don't send your children. That was Barack Obama's message. And if you do, they'll get sent back. Today, just five years after Barack Obama made those statements on on ABC in 2014, President Donald Trump says, send them back. And Donald Trump is the heartless bigot. You heard Barack Obama correctly talking about what the law says. If they do come, we have to hold them. We have to hold them until their cases can be processed, and then they can be, what? Sent back. But today, we're not allowed to hold them. Today, the Democrats don't want us holding them. They want us releasing them. Today, they don't get sent back. Today, the Democrats, the same Democrats who supported Barack Obama with what you just heard, don't want them sent back at all. They want them released into the United States in the interest of of humanitarian concerns. How are we supposed to win this fight? How are we supposed to win this fight when this is the type of hypocrisy that we face? Anything that we do, when I say we, I'm talking about those of us who want strong, secure borders, who want illegal aliens deported, who want phony, fake asylum seekers from Central America sent back. And that's what Barack Obama said, too. You heard him there. He said, I want to get the message to Central America. Don't come. Don't do this. And don't send your children. This is wrong. But no matter what we say about it, we are condemned as being the racist, the bigots, etc., etc. We're the heartless ones. Now let me pivot to another part of the story. You heard about the Wayfair walkout, yes? Wayfair, a bed and furniture company, is supposed to be making beds for the detention facilities. And when the workers found out where their beds were going, well, let me just let this Fox News story tell you the story. Wayfair employees plan to walk out at 1.30 local time this afternoon. It all started when Wayfair workers learned that the company had gotten an order for $200,000 worth of furniture for BCFS. That's a government contractor that operates detention facilities at the southern border. More than 500 workers signed a letter last week asking the company to cancel the order. But while executives praised them for speaking out about their beliefs, they said the order would go ahead of scheduled. Employees also want proceeds from that order to be donated to a nonprofit that supports immigrant families. So these workers at Wayfair in their infinite wisdom have demanded no. 
We won't make beds for those kids. We are protesting the conditions in which those kids are being kept down on the border. And our solution, our action in that protest is to stop making them beds. Let them sleep on the floor. That'll show Trump. Wait. What? Yes. The Wayfair workers are planning a walkout today at 1.30. All because they don't want to make beds. They're going to be sent down to the border detention facilities. It's their way of protesting on behalf of the illegal alien kids and the phony asylum-seeking kids, some of whom have been smuggled in against their will, some of whom have been sold by desperate parents uh, or rented for the purpose of, of helping adults get in because it is essentially a get-into-the-United-States-free card that they have. But these kids, uh, who have already been victimized in so many ways and who, according to the left, are being kept in horrible, deplorable conditions, the Wayfair workers, their solution to that is to make the conditions worse. No beds for these kids. Make them sleep on the concrete floors with their solar blankets on. And then you can only imagine, when I say infinite wisdom, you can only imagine who jumped on this. Yes, Kelly Bundio Cortez herself. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, the freshman bartender from New York, tweeting, quote, Wayfair workers couldn't stomach. They were making beds to cage children. They asked the companies to stop. The CEO said no. Tomorrow they're walking out. This is what solidarity looks like. A reminder that everyday people have real power, as long as we're brave enough to use it. She's praising these Wayfair workers for denying beds to the kids. Jacob professes to care about. Oh, my goodness gracious. Is it even possible for these people to be any dumber Is it even possible for them to be any more hypocritical? So the kids won't have beds, making their condition and their plight even worse. And that is that is an attempt to do what? Oh, that's right, to make Trump look worse. Let's make sure there are no beds. Let's not keep the order. Let's not provide the beds that have been ordered and paid for, by the way, by the government contractor. Let's deny them the beds, and then let's take pictures of them sleeping on floors, and then let's say, look what the Trump administration is trying to do. Look what they're doing to these kids. They're making them sleep on floors. (laughs) They want the conditions to get worse so that it makes the administration look worse. They want the conditions to be worse so that it makes Donald Trump look unelectable. So they want the conditions to be worse so that they can paint Donald Trump as, I don't know, um, a, a 21st century Mao, a Stalin, a Hitler, yes, he is the most hateful, bigoted man in history, and look what he's doing to these kids. All while they are the ones creating the conditions. All right, it's 9.50. I've got time for phone calls. I haven't given you the phone number yet because I knew I had a bunch of audio that I wanted to play for you. As a matter of fact, not only do I have more, uh, did I have a bunch of audio, I do still have a bunch more audio that I want to play for you. Um, the acting ICE director, uh, Mark Morgan, we're going to give you some of him talking about the get into the U.S. free card that a child is, essentially. So we're going to let you hear a little bit of that. I got more Democrat hypocrisy for you. Um, we're also going to talk about, um, 
Bob Mueller, who's going to testify before Congress now, which, of course, is what the Democrats have been wanting, which I think they will soon, very quickly, in fact, regret once they hear what he has to say and once the, Dem- the Republicans get their time to question Bob Mueller. Uh, so we got that story to get to. And, yes, of course, we are still in a very, very precarious situation with Iran. And uh, the President of the United States has made some new statements about the uh, actions of Iran, very, very different than the ones he made a few days ago. So we're going to get into that with Ryan Moore as well. Phone lines, 216-901-0945, If you want to get in, get in now on the Bob France Authority. WHKRadio.com is where to find the Bob France Authority podcast. All right, 956. We continue on AM 1420. The answer short segment here, obviously. We've got Ryan Morrow on the other side. I want to, uh, I just want to hit the, uh, the hypocrisy again real quick. I'm looking at a tweet from, uh, Representative Sharia Talib, the freshman from, uh, the, uh, Islamic Caliphate of Michigan. And, um, she has tweeted a photo of the father and the son that we were discussing before that Don Lemon put on TV last night as proof of the humanitarian crisis at the border. Okay, you following this? Don Lemon on last night literally said, here's proof of the deadly serious humanitarian crisis on the border. And then he showed the picture of a father and a son laying dead on a riverbank uh, as they tried to cross into the United States. It's proof of the humanitarian crisis. The humanitarian crisis, of course, that literally just four months ago, he and every other demon rat and demon rat apologist said did Here's not exist. Here's a really, really disgraceful thing, okay? You listening? All of this, this whole mess is manufactured. It's a manufactured crisis. A non-crisis at the border that's really not fooling anybody. That's CNN four months ago. CNN today is, look at this crisis. Look at this humanitarian crisis. Donald Trump is responsible for this. That's exactly what uh, Sharia Tlaib tweeted. Quote, with this picture, quote, This monster and his heartless administration must be held accountable. Wait a minute. For what? There's a photograph of two people. A father who dragged his kid... To the Rio Grande in an attempt to cross into the United States illegally, knowing that when you have a kid, it's free access to the United States. You're going to be released into the United States after a very short detention uh, period. This father took this kid and tried to drag him into the United States because of that. And it's Donald Trump and his heartless administration's fault? I ask you, who has been begging for these Central American migrants to come to this country by providing the magnet, by literally, by, by, by the, the asylum laws as we, as we have them now, being used as a magnet to lure them? Donald Trump is telling them, go back, don't come. Donald Trump used threats of tariffs to tell Mexico to stop them from coming. It's dangerous, 
And it's wrong. Democrats are telling them, come on in. Come on in. We're not going to change the asylum laws. If you come in and say the magic words, I'm seeking political asylum from my own home country, or religious asylum, or whatever they, they, they want to use, they are being released into the United States, especially if they have a child. Again, a child is a get-into-the-United-States-free card. That's what Acting ICE Director Mark, uh, Mark Morgan said yesterday. Because they know you grab a kid or you come here as a kid by yourself, that's your passport. That's your entry into the United States. And once you get here, no consequences are applied, even if you have a final order by a judge. This has got to change. This is Mark Morgan, by the way, who was appointed by Barack Obama and by Donald Trump. Pointing out that a kid is your passport into the U.S. That's your get into the U.S. free card. Who is responsible for that? Donald Trump, who is trying to tell them not to come? Or the Democrats, who are telling them, come on in? And yet, Representative Sharia Tlaib is going to declare that Donald Trump must be held accountable? Donald Trump is the monster? Donald Trump and his heartless administration are responsible for that dead father and that dead kid? Are they serious? Do they think we are that stupid? Do they think we are all as dumb as Representative Alexandria Damasio-Cortez? And yes, that is her new moniker. We'll be back with Ryan Moore after the news. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.